0: Meal prep. What kinds of emotions go through your head when you hear those words? For some people, it might be stress. Some might say they feel anxious or maybe it's overwhelm. but this episode, I want us to reset our expectations and to go over a way to make meal prepping for weight loss simple and stress-free. And actually, let's be a little bit more specific, how meal prepping for fat loss can be simple and stress-free. So let's start off with kind of breaking down the science behind weight loss. How do we actually lose weight? Well, we do that by being in a calorie deficit. So a calorie deficit, it just means that you are eating less calories than your body needs to maintain its weight. Right, and meal prepping makes makes this much easier um, because you can make your own food. You can control what you're putting in there. It's much more accurate, and you can get the exact macros for each meal. You decide how much protein you get in each meal. You decide how much carbs you get in each meal. You decide how many how much fat you get in each meal. And for those of you guys who are like, "What are macros? What, What was that word?" Well, macros are just short for macronutrients, and those are just the nutrients that your body needs in bigger quantities. So again, those will be protein, carbs, and fats. So on top of that, it also saves you a lot of time because it's not just the time that it takes to actually cook all of your meals, but it's also the cleanup, the dishes, right? And when you compound all of this time that you save by meal prepping and batch cooking ahead of time, That really adds up. So this is really, really important, especially for those of you who are super busy. You have a lot of responsibilities. Maybe you have a family to take care of. Meal prepping can be a lifesaver for helping you achieve your goals, right? It just takes a, a lot less effort to do so. And on top of that, it saves you some money. And that's who doesn't want to save money eating out and ordering Grubhub or Uber Eats or whatever you use can really start to add up. You got to pay the delivery fee and then some taxes and then they even upcharge like it really racks up. So by prepping more of your meals at home, not only will you reach your goals, but it will also save you money as well. It's a win win. And cooking and pre-planning, meal prepping, all of that helped me lose over 80 pounds, right? When I was overweight, which by the way, I was overweight more of my life than not at this point, I ate out a lot, right? I did a lot of McDonald's, a lot of fast food. I also ate a lot of pork and beans and like Kraft mac and cheese, um, things that I didn't have to prep, especially as a kid. Right. Um, but as I got older, as I got some money again, I was at McDonald's way too much, way much, way a lot more than I needed to be. Right. And by prepping my meals at home, it actually helped me control my calories. And again, like I mentioned in the beginning, it helped me focus on the types of foods that I needed to reach my goal, right? So later on in the episode, we'll talk about protein and why that's so important for weight loss or even fat loss specifically, right? So let's go into the science of, of weight loss and how you actually lose the weight a little bit more, right? So again, like I mentioned, you need to be in a calorie deficit to lose weight. Right, So you need to understand calories. At, at the core of weight loss, calories in versus calories out, the law of thermodynamics, that is important for you guys to understand. You need to be eating less calories than your body needs to maintain its weight. right? But by understanding the macros, and for the sake of this video, we'll just talk about protein, that can help you stay in a calorie deficit. right? So what are the superpowers of protein? And why do you hear so much about it when people are talking about weight loss? So protein is actually the most satiating macronutrient and also takes the longest to digest. So what does that actually mean in terms of helping you lose weight? Well, with your meals, if you prioritize protein, it will help you feel much more satiated, right? You'll be more satisfied with your meals. And on top of that, Protein will actually help carry you towards your next meal. So that means you're not dealing with all of this excessive hunger between your meals. So right now, if you are getting hungry between your meals and maybe you're snacking or over snacking because of it, try and... Incorporating and making sure that you have an adequate amount of protein in each meal. And this is just general advice, but I would say that a 30 gram goal per meal is a good place to start. Now, everyone is going to have their own individual needs depending on your goals, depending on uh, health history, your body, and all of that. But generally, 30 grams per meal is a good place to start. And if you're not already doing that, that can definitely be a game changer to help you control the amount of calories that. you're actually taking in so how else can meal prepping help you lose weight there's a lot less friction right and if there is a lot of friction for you to cook your own meals and meal prep and batch cook I think you're overthinking things and you might be doing too much right all you have to do is stick with simple ingredients think like one food ingredients And you can really just break that down into a list of your top, your, your favorite proteins, your favorite carbs, your favorite fats. Like write it down. Um, if you need a list, shoot me an email. I'll send you a shopping list so that you can, um, see that visually, but you want to keep things as simple as possible. And another thing we need to talk about is batch cooking. So when I'm talking about meal prepping, really what I'm talking about is batch cooking. And uh, I think that's an important clarification to make, actually, because sometimes people think meal prepping, which it actually is, will we'll think of it as, you know, individually packing all of your meals and putting your rice in and protein in and vegetables in. And then you have like 14 meals in your refrigerator individually ready to go. And that can definitely be it. And if that works for you, I would say do it. Right? But what I like to do and what I recommend my clients do is batch cooking. Right? So we're not individually packing each meal. All we're doing is cooking a larger amount of protein, a large amount of carb, and a larger amount of vegetable. Right, So what that would actually look like is cooking two to four pounds of whatever your favorite protein source is, ground beef or ground turkey or chicken breast. And then you throw all of that into a really big container. And the same thing goes for your carb source. Maybe you're roasting um, a-, a whole bag of potatoes or maybe you're cooking a whole pot of rice. And then you throw all of that in one container and put it in the fridge. And it's really as simple as when you're ready to eat. And even if you're packing your meals for the next day, all you have to do is take those big containers out, put whatever uh, portion you want as your meal there, throw it in the microwave or throw it in your container to take it with you to microwave at your work or whatever. And that's really all it is like do not overcomplicate things. Keep things simple because that will lead to less friction and less friction will lead to more consistency, which that is what we want when we're talking about you know, eating for weight loss. So the thing about making your meals out of these simple ingredients, I want you to think about these things as bases, right? And you can really change up the combination. You can also change up the seasonings and spices and also sauces to flavor things up and and give you variety, right? So this is the structure that I want you to think about when you're creating your meals is I want you to have a lean protein source. And I specified lean because it matters, right? So an example of a lean protein source versus a fatty protein source is, you know, 93.7 ground beef versus 80.20 ground beef. So the 80.20 ground beef is going to have more fat in it and less protein compared to the leaner version. If we're comparing totally two different things, it would be like uh, chicken breasts compared to salmon right? Although salmon has a good amount of protein, it is also a little bit fattier. And I'm not saying that dietary fat is bad, but when we're talking about controlling the amount of calories you're taking in, that's something that we need to be mindful about, right? So again, for your structure for your meals, you would want to pick a lean protein source and then have some kind of vegetable or fruit. Again, you can just batch cook a medley, which is what I do. So I will prepare bell peppers, red, yellow, green, uh, chop up onions, mushrooms, and just throw that in one pan, um, season it, and then that is my vegetable. So whenever I'm making my meals, I'll just take the container out, throw a big portion of that on my meals, and boom, ready to go. Right. The next thing that I want you to have is a carb source. Carbs are not evil. You need carbohydrates to feel good, to have energy, to perform well in the gym. You need carbs. Do not cut them out unless you have a very specific medical condition where you need to cut them out. But for the general population, do not be afraid of your carbohydrates. And the last thing is some type of dietary fat. Again, we mentioned or I talked about how you need to be a little bit mindful of the amount you're eating, but you still need dietary fat in your diet, because fats are precursors to hormones, right? Our sex hormones, and they have a lot of other functions as well. Um, so you need to include some of it. I will say this though: I don't want to overcomplicate things for you right now, but I give you a little example for you to start thinking about. So if you were making your your meal out of chicken breast, that is your lean protein source, and then you have your vegetables or your fruits. And then maybe you have white rice, right? An example of adding a, a serving of fat in there would be like maybe you're doing half an avocado, right? Or a, a small serving of nuts. Or maybe if you have a fattier protein source like the salmon or maybe chicken thigh, that is already enough dietary fats for that meal. So you don't necessarily have to add that in, right? And that's why we we kind of have to have a basic understanding and knowledge of nutrition so that we can kind of balance these things out, right? So let's talk about pre-planning your meals. How do we actually go about this? You have your structure. Now, how are you going to plan what to make your meals out of, right? What I want you to do is to pick three of your top protein sources, Right? Again, if you need a list, shoot me an email, reach out to me on Instagram, I will send one over to you. But pick your top three that you actually enjoy and do the same thing for your carbs. Right. Pick your top three, whether that's oatmeal, potatoes, rice, whatever, have those decided. And then for your vegetables, you, know, you can rotate your vegetables and fruits. But again, I always think if you throw together a medley- you can eat the rainbow, you can make it simple, and that's the best way to approach that. And literally, from that list that you have, just make a whole list of combinations of meals that you can make, right? And you can even, in this day and age, right now, as you listen to this, you can go and search up chat GPT, which is like AI prompting if you don't know what that is, and you can literally literally put this in give me 10 simple meals I can make out of a base of ground beef, potatoes, rice, and pasta noodles. I actually did this myself and it gave me a whole list of options. So it gave me beef and potato skillet, uh, you know, stuffed bell peppers, spaghetti bolognese, beef and broccoli rice bowl. You have all of the resources right here at your fingertips. Can you actually go ahead and do that? So it's really just about mixing and matching, and that is how you can get your variety um, from all of these meals. All right, so let's talk about some common challenges in meal prepping and how you can overcome them. One of the biggest ones that people run into when they're trying to meal prep or batch cook is they're not pre-planning and they're kind of going uh, day to day, you need to pre-plan and have everything organized so that you can easily do all of this, right? So that means sitting down, making that list that I just talked to you about, picking your protein sources, carb sources, your vegetables, have your shopping list ready, and then go grab your items, prep all of your meals, and you know, when we're talking about maybe even a more acute situation, not having your meals cooked can lead you to eating out or ordering something. How many times I've done this as well? How many times have you not had food in the kitchen, right? Or you didn't have any food at home and on your way home after a long day, you were just like, oh, I don't have any food in my fridge. And I have to cook and then I have to clean and it's going to take so long. It's already late. I'm tired. My boss is rude to me. Like today was not the day. It's a lot easier to go and order out, right? So by having things prepped and having things ready to go, you're just more likely to go and eat the food that you have prepared. Now, sometimes maybe you'll just order out even though you have food and that will happen. And honestly, If that happens, the goal is to really have that happen less and less. You're never gonna be perfect, so that's something to really understand. But again, if we can reduce the amount of times that's happening, that is progress, and that is what we want. Right. A lot, another challenge or pitfall that a lot of people fall into when they're thinking about meal prepping and cooking for weight loss is just overthinking it. And we kind of touched upon that earlier in this podcast, but it's really like this, this thought of, oh my gosh, like, I don't even know what to eat. What kind of meals can I make? No, like keep things super, super simple, especially in the beginning. And I would actually encourage you to eat the same meals every single day. There's actually studies done when they're looking at food variety and food intake, and they found that when your variety of the foods that you eat increase, so does the amount of food you eat. Right, So especially in the beginning, when you're not really sure, when you don't have a really good understanding or knowledge of what proper meals would look like and how to eat for your specific goals, keep things simple, keep things consistent. And when you start to see that progress from you being consistent with these meals, that is what's going to pick up your motivation right? Like seeing that progress is what will make you continue this journey. It's when people are not seeing progress when, when they're not motivated, right? And I think that that comes down to people having this one foot in one foot out mentality. And again, that can bring you to a place where you feel like you're just turning your wheels, you're not making any progress. And that's not what we want. Right, That's how so many people fall into the trap of this on and off yo-yo dieting for years and years and years. So what I challenge you to do is to go all in and to commit. And even if that means eating the same meals for a few weeks until you get this down, so be it, right? Like honestly, it won't kill you to do that. So that is my challenge to you. And as you get more comfortable with this, as you start to understand nutrition a little bit more, then add variety. Like I'm totally up for that. But again, the more variety that we, we in, we input into our plan, the greater, uh, issues, the greater amount of issues we can actually run into. Now let's talk about maintaining consistency and adapting to life changes because a lot of people don't take this into consideration and life happens. There are crazy things that happen day to day and we really can't control it. There are a lot of things that we are in control of, but there are a lot of things that we aren't in control of, right? So we have to really understand how to make these adjustments, how to adapt to our life situations to stay consistent of achieving our goals and i'll give you a really good example so i'll call this the lazy man meal prep right if you are going through a super busy time if you have a lot going on you have a lot of responsibilities and you don't have as much time to cook maybe this is where you utilize um you know pre-packaged stuff a lot more and that's totally okay right? So if you go to Costco, they have a very big selection of pre-cooked uh, protein sources like the chicken skewers, they have grilled sirloin, uh, rotisserie chickens, like those are all ready to go. All you have to do is pop them in the microwave and you have a source of protein, right? They also have a large selection of like microwavable one minute rice, one minute pasta and all those things, And then for your vegetables, they even have microwavable vegetables, right? So you throw all of those things together on a plate and you have a meal in one or two minutes that you didn't have to cook at all, that you didn't have to clean at all. And again, if you do that for a little while, it's a lot better than you going out to Wendy's or McDonald's or ordering out. So do that for a little while. And this can be super powerful even when you're traveling right? You don't, you want to stick to your goals, but you don't have your kitchen, you're out of your routine. This is something that you can do, right? So being flexible, really understanding where you're at in life, and how to make those adjustments is really important for you to be able to stick to this and really make this a lifestyle. All right, so let's wrap this up. Meal prepping is the best way for you to lose weight as quickly as possible. And that shouldn't necessarily be the goal. To lose as much weight as possible, as quickly as possible. But this is going to give you or put you in the position to do so. And this is possible because it saves you so much time, effort, and stress from not seeing progress. Because again, you gain more control over the foods that you're actually eating. Thank you for listening. And if you thought this was helpful, it would mean the world to me if you shared the show on your socials or even if you tagged me in your meal preps, you can find me on Instagram as roy.yamada. And if you have any questions or topics that you would want me to cover, you can always just shoot me a DM or an email and I would love to cover that for you. But that's all. I hope you guys have a great day and I'll see you in the next episode.